Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia in our daily COVID-19 business briefing. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you. Normally, each week on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories. For the next few days, we're bringing you daily special edition broadcasts, specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic we're all facing. When we first started this podcast project in 2017, we wanted to inspire people and equip people with real examples of West Virginia entrepreneurs and businesses who have built their companies right here in West Virginia. So this new urgent situation that we all find ourselves in falls right in line with our mission of helping business people in West Virginia. Of course, you can learn more about this at PositivelyWestVirginia.com or PositivelyWV.com. Every weekday, we will be bringing you these business briefings to help business owners and business leaders, especially small businesses, with practical ideas to use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Jeremy Donham. Jeremy is a lawyer with Donham Law. His practice is focused in the field of employee disability discrimination, Family Medical Leave Act, and HIPAA privacy law. Guys, I don't have to tell you that this entire situation is fluid and rapidly changing, so I invited Jeremy on the podcast today to bring some real ideas and takeaways to the table that you should be aware of relating to employee and employment law. Jeremy, thank you for being on the show today. Uh, Glad to be on here, Jim, with you, and I want to say uh, that I think you're providing an excellent service to businesses and workers, a very difficult time, so so a big thank you for that. I know it's a sacrifice uh, doing it every day like this. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for saying that. I appreciate you. we got a whole team behind me, and we're we're glad and honored to do it. First off, Jeremy, I want to ask you, what are some of the main things you're seeing out there? I mean, you're, you're doing this stuff day in and day out. You're talking to business owners and, and even employees. And what's with regard to employment law, what's, what are some of the main things that you think companies in West Virginia are dealing with right now? Well, right now, I think they're trying to find out how to manage, of course, the, uh, the employment issue, their employees, uh, that is, and what what can I do to keep them employed if possible, get mm-hmm. them into some kind of remote access situation, get them uh, working on the cloud perhaps, or um, uh, trying to develop a, uh, a plan. Uh, sometimes we don't necessarily have a plan for contingencies like this, but uh, they're, they're trying to work on those contingency plans right now to keep their employees uh, busy if they can uh, to deal with workers' issues and the safety issue there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of concerns. A lot of workers are calling and saying, hey, we don't know if we're safe working. And employers are also experiencing that, so they're they're saying, "Hey, we don't know absolutely what we should be doing right now to keep the, the environment safe. Should we send them home?" So there are those situations. Then there's situations where they're having to say, "I don't know. We have enough to make payroll or what have you." So that's what we're seeing at this point. A lot of changes in that regard. You know, I know a lot, a lot of people are worried right now, but I also, also think it's really important to remember that we can get through this. And um, and that's mm. that's where we've got to be creative. I use the three C's. We've got to be creative. We've got to collaborate. 
collaborate with one another, and we've got to have community right now. And mm-hmm. I can get into a little more detail with that if you want me to. Yeah, absolutely. Please take it from there because I love that concept. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, creation really or create being creative uh, means, you know, we as Americans, we're, we adapt to our conditions. We've done this for as long as this country has been a country. Uh, we look for opportunities and we stay proactive while we're managing things, you know, in, in our current climate, whatever that is. When we've gone through recessions, depressions, those types of things, we've always come out stronger because we're Americans and that's, that's just who we are. Mm. So I had a call yesterday, for example, from an owner of a small business that was struggling and, and uh, he was you know, consumed with the concerns about losing income and, and losing employees. And he, he just he couldn't be proactive. He was he was paralyzed. Um, but I told him, I said, you know, you've got to stay proactive right now. You've got to focus on what you can do and uh, what is happening right now and, and leave the things that you can't control alone because there's things that we don't have control over. So, uh, you know, I try to explain to him that there's major shifts happening, uh, obviously, like we've talked about remote access, working from home. Some businesses are reducing hours, but then they're setting up their workers with gift cards. And I'm not saying in lieu of of, of, of wages, because you got to be careful you don't run afoul of the wage and hour issues there sure. with that. Yep. But they're giving gift cards, for example, because the biggest issue right now with, with employees is where am I going to eat? Or how's my family going to be fed? What about our prescriptions? Uh, so uh, we're trying, believe it or not, Wendy and I, as you know, my wife, she works with me in the firm. Yeah. We're trying to talk to people about how they can manage those issues, get gift cards. Uh, we're getting gift cards for for individuals that we know that are in need, taking food to people that are in need, mm. talking to people about express scripts. You know, they don't want to go to Sam's, for example, or someplace like that right now. They're concerned about, uh, you know, getting COVID-19, which mm-hmm. I think as long as you keep social distancing, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe they're a little panicked about that. So we're talking about express scripts, which then uh, brings the prescriptions to your home, to your door. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of big concerns right now, but, but employers are starting to turn their attention to those areas. Uh, the federal government's working on legislation right now, as you know, uh, to give mm-hmm. a check like $1,200 per adult, $500 for a child right. uh, to lower middle income uh, workers. I think that's under 7500 or excuse me, 75000 I'm not sure if that 75000 is yep. adjusted gross income or yep. gross we're income. Actually, we're actually going to have David McKinley, Congressman David McKinley, on the show tomorrow at 2 p.m. Oh, to, fantastic. To, to really dive into that deep. I'm excited yeah, to, deep to, dive. To, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, absolutely. Talk, so, to, talk a little bit about the community aspect. You, you mentioned that as one of your C's, Jerry. Yes, community. Uh, you know, it's time to build trust with your employees and your workers. Uh, we we don't want to discriminate right now. I just got off the phone with a woman who's a CNA working uh, in a facility, and uh, she's struggling trying to deal with a number of different immunity issues. She's immune suppressed, uh, those kind of things. And um, unfortunately, she's starting to get sort of the cold shoulder from her her employer and mm-hmm. from some of the other workers. So you have to be careful not to discriminate, uh, not to fire like disabled and older workers at this time. If you're, especially if you're making reductions in force, uh, I'm getting calls, like I said, from people that are saying, you know, we're losing uh, or we're um, we're dealing with uh, workers that are being fired um, that have 
have disabilities, but non-disabled workers are staying employed. Younger workers are staying employed. So we can't think myopically right now. We have to see things more circumspectly and look for ways to build trust with our employees. Because your employees, if you know, or if you understand that those employees, they're the, 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 basis of your 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 business right, absolutely. uh you got to maintain that you can't lose that continuity and um you're only as strong as your employees mm-hmm. and your workforce you got to try to find ways to uh to work with them yep. so that's yep. where we bring community absolutely and our guest today is jeremy donham jeremy's an, an attorney an employment law attorney uh, based out of morgantown west virginia he's a graduate of west virginia university back in 2002 and you may uh pick up something on jeremy's uh language that he's using uh, but he has a very gentle and calm way about him he has a master's also in pastoral counseling from the international seminary so he has a he has a really great he's properly <laughs> equipped for this time right now i can tell you that uh, uh, i've known jeremy a while and and, and you're an excellent attorney and, and guiding people Thank through you. these uh through these kinds of situations jeremy so let's let's kind of Backstep a little bit there to to where you were talking about you know if an employer is faced with uh, uh, you know a dire situation where he's got or he or she has to make those hard decisions what are some of the practical things that they need to know before they dismiss or lay off or furlough uh, or even reduce hours what are some of the practical things that they that they should be paying attention to right now well again I think if you're talking about reductions in force I mean there there's there may come a time where individuals or excuse me, companies can't, uh, you know, they can't do anything else but lay off workers. If you can lay off those workers and not fire them, that's a good thing, Mm -hmm. uh, to try to keep them in a situation like furlough or what have you, where they can come back. I think, uh, the, uh, Senator or Congress, Congressman, I might say might have some information about bringing, uh, people or giving people, uh, payroll, I think reimbursement and things like that. So mm-hmm. that might help some small businesses in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I think you want to be careful that you don't just sort of pick out workers that are dis- disabled, for example, and uh, workers that are older workers. We've been hearing a lot about COVID-19 and, and older individuals. Uh, I'm in that category. So, you know, uh, you got to be careful not to just, um, sort of target those workers when you're doing it. Um, and you want to make sure that, uh, you avoid anything that might look like a discriminatory termination. Um, if you have workers that are not able to work, they don't want to work because they have health related issues or they have a family member that's, that's has immune, you know, suppressed issues or compromised situations. And you also want to be careful about that. You want to, you want to look for ways if you can to accommodate as much as you possibly can so that you avoid hearing from people like me Mm, (laughs) or someone that, you know, down the road, that's primarily, I work with employees. Um, but, uh, it's good advice, I think for employers to make sure they don't discriminate at times like this. They focus on what they can do for their employees. We talked about community earlier, the three C's, you know, creative, collaborate community. Uh, you know, this is the time, like I said, in uncertain times, bleak times, we want to, we want to focus on giving and caring for people. The universe, 
our God, I'm a man of faith, as you know, yeah. uh, God will bless us if we can help bless others. Hmm. Uh, a lot of times, at times like this, we, we sort of tend to look inwardly and we kind of hide in the corner and get into a fetal position. But now's the time for us to see opportunity. Hmm. And, how, and that opportunity is how we can give to others, how we can care for others. And that also, Jim, gets our minds off of ourselves. You know, we're in a country sometimes that unfortunately – we get a little greedy. We're so blessed. We have so many wonderful things, but we tend to forget the wonderful. Uh, we tend to forget and to be grateful for the things around us. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. I'm just going to say quickly here. I was driving uh, down the road in Maryland recently. We had a missions family that came back from Paraguay, and they didn't have food uh, because they just were not prepared at, at the time. Mm. So we we were taking them food, and as I was driving back through the fog, I saw this overpass along the side of the road. Uh, and I, I, I normally, you know, if it's beautiful out, you might want to stop and take a look at the beautiful, beautiful scenery. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of times I think we speed on past those places mm -hmm. and uh, life, we speed past life. And now we're, God is kind of putting us on pause right now and saying, Hey, we need to just sort of shut down for a little while, mm -hmm. pay attention to what's really important. Yeah. The bank accounts, the houses, the cars, the businesses, all those things are really, they have a place. Mm -hmm. But the most important thing, as I tell most of my clients, by the way, that have been fired, many of them, the most important thing right now is what's in front of you, the people that you love. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have to focus your attention right now. So giving, I think, is part of community. Yeah. And we've got to do it right now. Yeah. And we've got to get out of this idea that we have to hide. Yeah. You know, we don't have to do that. We can turn to our community and do practical things to help one another. Yeah, absolutely. I think the uh, just listening to you kind of talk about that, Jeremy, one of the things that pops into my mind is the people that are hoarding uh, here, you know, a few days ago, you know, buying up all the supplies at the stores and stuff like that. And it's kind of like this. I, on one hand, I understand it because they're trying to take care of themselves, but then they right. they overdo it and then it becomes selfish as opposed yeah. to selfless. And I think that's uh, that's a takeaway. And the other thing I wanted to share with you, too, is that you know, listening to you, it kind of reminds me of a story I've been telling uh, ever since last Monday with people. And that is um, using this analogy of a storm. And, you know, I feel like we're in the midst of a storm and me personally yeah. as the owner of a small business, you, the owner of a small business, and you're dealing with other business owners out there. You know, our job first and foremost is to keep the boat afloat and to right. sail the boat, whatever means into the calm water. And, you know, what's facing us, we don't know how, you know, how long the waves are going to last. We don't know how big they're going to get. We don't know how much water is going to be coming over the bow of the boat. We don't know how many, you know, uh, you know, people are going to be with us at the end of the, <laughs> at the end of the thing when we get to the calm water. Right. I mean, it's right. just, that's just the way it is. And, and, and number one, get to the calm water, get, you know, keep the business afloat. And I feel like that is such a, a, an important thing that we cannot, um, we cannot forget. And there are businesses right now. Here we are, uh, October 20 or October, March 25th, March 25th, 2020. And some of the businesses that have shut down in the last week will not reopen. They just don't have the wherewithal to be able to do that. And that's sad. And I, I, that makes me really, um, 
Really sad, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my favorite places might not reopen, but yeah. the, point, the point is, is that we've got to be diligent. And I love the fact that you utilize this word collaborate. And I would like to take you down that path a little bit, especially as it relates to the legal aspect of it. Uh, how do how do we collaborate with each other? What's what are some of your thoughts on that? Well, I think, and that's a really good question. You know, I, I might add too to your your little analogy there yeah, uh, that please. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, there's good old scripture in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> it talks about Peter stepping out of the boat in the oh, middle of the storm. Exactly. Jesus was calling him. So what I what I like to say, too, is that sometimes you might have to step out in faith mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and grab a hold of the hand of somebody next to you mm-hmm. and and work with that person mm-hmm. And and uh, try to refer business. I know you're in BNI and some others are in mm-hmm. BNI, the business uh, networking yep. uh, program there. Yep. Uh, you know, typically you you do referrals from one to another, but collaborating mm-hmm. might be you know getting a Zoom app put on your phone, Skype, yes. telephone conferencing with your uh, with community leaders, staying in touch mm-hmm. with one another. How are things going with you? In your neck of the woods, in your in your situation, uh, look for ways to to benefit that business. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned, or I'm not sure if I mentioned Pete and uh, Patrick Padula. Yeah, they, have, they have grazers in town here in Morgantown and Apple Annie's, and what they've been doing is uh, collaborating with others in the community, and they're of course a a business that uh, you know works with takeout and things like that um but they're also you know working with businesses and some of the businesses are working and taking freezer the food in their freezers and giving to families in need and and other individuals and uh it's a it's an effort uh to not only help the community but it will establish stronger ba- uh bonds with our our neighbors uh those those other businesses that we're associated with so yeah. I think it's important mm-hmm. to keep that remote connection, even though we're my wife says, you know, that we're sort of being separated, but it's bringing us closer together. <laughs> if you think about it. we've been so divided in this country <laughs> oh for so long in so many ways that yeah, it's that almost is. like a gift in a way, if you can see it that way. I mean, I lost we've had experiences together, you and I, with disabled children. That's right. I um I, I lost my daughter Ashley back in two thousand one. And it was a very, very difficult, as you can imagine, time for our family. Mm. But what we learned, too, through this period was that uh, people do reach out and people show their love. And you have to be open to that as well. If you're somebody, if you're a business that's struggling, I think you have to reach out and let others know that you're struggling and see if there's a way that we can collaborate with one another to uh, make a difference. And um, that's where I stepping out in faith comes again you know sometimes you have to step out on the water mm. even though the seas are rocking you <laughs> you know it's it's going to come together yeah, and uh, we learn we learn that a lot of people are losing their lives right now we know that and we can minister to them we can help them we can uh, mm. calm help calm those troubled waters Absolutely. in that regard and, and and don't look down keep your eyes Right. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> that's so true. Uh, that's good, man. Hey, Amen, the, brother. The other thing I, I think about, too, uh, Jeremy, is is that, you know, 
once we're able to, you know, like you said at the very beginning of this broadcast is that, you know, this is going to, we're going to get through this. This is going to be over. Right. We don't know when, but it will be. And, yes. and my, my thought about getting the, the boat into the calm water is that's where the opportunities are going to be. You know, it may not, right. it may be hard to see them right now, but, but that's where it's, that's where it's, uh, you know, that's where we're headed. Right. And so we've got to keep each other together and, and our sense well, of community. And I love yeah. what you're saying there. You know, Jim, so you talk about social media. Um, I think, in fact, that you helped us, uh, Interaction Media. I uh, mm-hmm. really appreciate your help over the years there. Sure, and I think, uh, I think that social media is really booming, believe mm-hmm. it or not, right now. It's, yes. We've never had more people tuning into YouTube, into Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. Yeah. Um, and so I think that business owners need to think about that, too. And how can I... Uh, you know, sort of take advantage of the of social media right now to get the message out, uh, to uh, let people know what we're doing, to mm. stay connected with your employees and with other people, yes. because we will get through this. Like yes. we said, we will get through this. So I think that's a good thing. And, and business owners need to remember that right now. There's never been a better time, mm. I think, to do that and to invest in ourselves if we have the resources. Yeah. I know some don't, but if you do, invest in those resources right now. Absolutely. I I love that. And, you know, so another thought that keeps coming into my mind, just listening to you talk, Jeremy, is like, you know, we're in uncharted waters, using that boat Mm -hmm. analogy again. We're in uncharted waters. And and we've never really experienced anything like this. And businesses may be contemplating shutting the doors down. And there's some, you know, some orders uh, from the governor and, you know, stay at home and all these kinds of things. And there almost could be a sense of from an from a business owner standpoint all right let's just shut her down but you can't do that just that way you know even though we're in a crisis situation the law still exists right mm-hmm. the way we treat people and employees and, and so forth so right. so you can't just go off the rails and do whatever you want there's still laws that are kind of binding all of, all of this together so what are in, in your mind from your legal legal opinion i guess what are what are some of the top you know, maybe one or two things that, that employers should know if they are planning and contemplating, you know, kind of, you know, at least shutting down in, in the part time or in the near future, just temporarily. What are some like things that they need to be really paying attention to? Maybe a, you know, a, a specific thing. Well, you have to pay your workers. Um, if, if you owe them pay, yep. uh, you have to pay them. I got a call yesterday from uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, a worker that had worked and had, had acquired their their salary and their commissions. And then they were told, well, we're not going to get paid. Uh, we're not going to pay you. And mm. in that case, in that situation, I don't think it's a cash flow issue. I mean, if you're totally insolvent, then uh, you just didn't plan well and you didn't plan for that contingency. Uh, but th- you got to do something. You got to try to help those workers. Otherwise, you're going to get into litigation issues. So you want to make sure that you're paying your workers. Uh, if you can keep, um, if you're, if you're going out of business and they're on some kind of health plan, you want to make sure you give them the, uh, the Cobra, up, updates. Um, I'm not going to get into the consolidated omnibus and all that legalese there with you, but right. just remember COBRA. Uh, many employers will understand COBRA. You need to give them, uh, I think it's within 45 days, make sure you give them notice that they can uh, seek COBRA. Uh, there's the, um, 
Obamacare, that I think they can still get into the work the marketplace if they're leaving their job and need insurance and can afford it. Um, so I know there's a lot of ifs there, but that's a couple areas I think that probably going to see uh, most often if a work if a, a company is is finding some difficulty staying in business. Um, so they want to make sure that they 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 keep up with that. Yeah, absolutely. Very good, uh, Jeremy. Uh, you know, it's been awesome having you on here for the last 25, 25 minutes or so. As we wrap up our time here today, what's the uh, best way for people to learn more about you and perhaps get in touch with you? Yeah, we're on uh, the Internet. You've heard, you heard of that, I guess. Absolutely. Um, DonhamLaw.com, uh, D-O-N as in Nancy, H-A-M as in Mary, L-A-W, all one word, dot com, and they can att- uh, they can reach us there. They can call us at 717-881-7855. They can get us on Facebook at Jeremy Donham. We're on YouTube at Legal Noggin, L-E-G-A-L-N-O-G-G-I-N, where we have some uh, videos and things on there that might help folks, especially workers right now. But, um, yeah, that's how you get a hold of us. And by the way, if they want to mention that they saw us on Positively uh, West Virginia, then uh, we're happy to give them a complimentary, if it's a small business, mm-hmm. happily give them a complimentary call there and try to see if there's any way, anything we can do to help them at this point. Yeah, that's great. Uh, once again, our, our guest today is Jeremy Donham with Donham Law. Any final words you'd like to share that we haven't touched on, Jeremy? Well, you know, the good book, as we talked about, says, let not heart, not, let not your heart be troubled. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard not to be troubled right now. Yeah. But um, one of the things that I learned um, when my daughter had passed away many years ago was there was a scripture uh, in Psalms 121 says, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills mm-hmm. from whence uh, does my help come. Mm-hmm. And uh, Psalms 46 says, he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble. And I don't push my faith on others, and I hope people don't take it that way. But I think it's important to find your faith right now, mm-hmm. to realize that there is a great God that is here for you, and he wants to reach mm-hmm. out and minister to you and help you in a time of crisis. Mm-hmm. So don't forget that. That's very important, because when you've turned every which way, and you can't find any other way to turn, look up. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And and how appropriate as the yes. governor of our great state of West Virginia, Jim Justice, declared today, Wednesday, March 25th, the West Virginia Day of yes. Prayer. So, man, that was perfect. Perfect way to wrap up. Jeremy, great. thank you once again for sharing your incredibly valuable information on, on the legal side of this issue. With sure, our God audience. bless you. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, too. Yeah, keep up the great work. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia Daily COVID-19 Business Briefing. My hope is that we truly brought you some valuable insight that you could use in your business as we all work to navigate this COVID-19 situation. I want to uh, take a moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special edition business briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.